if you have an exam to write and you keep postponing, keep postponing, a time will come, it will cost you your future. A certain grace has come for you to take that critical decision and action. But now, a certain grace has come from God for you to do that thing because failure to do it means that your future is at stake. But now, for a brief moment, a short moment. Yeah? So you see, so don't think that you'll be young forever. Yeah? Don't think. Don't think that you'll be strong forever. Do not think that you'll be beautiful forever. Do not think that ah, men will approach you forever. Do not think that you will have all the women at your back and call forever. Do not think that that opportunity, that will be open forever. Do not think that that man who is helping you will help you forever. Do not think that. Do not think. A brief moment. But now, for a brief moment, for a short moment, for a short moment, grace has come from the Lord. Our goal to preserve is relevant. Grace has come for a short moment. Go, go. now. The time to start building connections is now. The time. And some of you, God will bring you into contact with important people. And you abuse them. You disrespect them. Listen. But for now, a brief moment. A brief moment. A, see, it, 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 it's a small window. And everybody is rushing to enter. It's a small window. small window and everybody must enter but if you hesitate so it will cost your future and you say to your grandmother your grandmother didn't do anything Amen. let me tell you something a time will come you will desire to pray but you don't have the opportunity to pray a time will come you will desire to read the word of God you will not have the opportunity to read the word of God. A time will come. You desire to see me stand before you to preach to you. You will not see me. You, see, you will not see me. Because when the gift of God came to you, you treated it as trash. But for now, a brief moment, grace has come from the Lord. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. In our walk with God, it is a race we are all running. Right? The Christian walk, the Christian journey is like a race. Show boy. Shawawa. It's, it's a race you are running. It's a fight you are fighting. Hallelujah. Listen, we are fighting against a lot of things. So the time to start fighting is now. Eh? And somebody said, eh, me, I'm waiting. When I'm 60 and I go on pension, then I'll start serving God properly. Listen, if Ghana government says by 60, what go go? You can't. You, you cannot contribute anything meaningful to the economy. You want to come to church. God doesn't want you. Because you gave your youth to foolishness and stupidity. So, and, 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 and you spent 40, 50 years of your life in the world. And now you are 60 hours. You want to be a pastor. Who will you pastor? Listen. Our Christian 
it's a race you are running. And it's a fight you are fighting. Hallelujah. So the time to start fighting is now. That is why the Bible says that remember your creator in the days of your youth. Remember. Listen. The time to serve God is now. Stop stating. The time to serve God is now. The time to start praying is now. The time to worship is now. The time to start living holy is now. Amen. Amen. Listen. We are saying that our walk with God, number one, is a race. Our walk with God, number two, is a fight. So there is a race I must run and there are victories to be won. Give me power every hour. So, be out in the Second Timothy 4 7 to 8. What is it saying? I have fought the good fight. I said that it's a race and a fight. Is, 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 did I say so? Or did I say so? Or did I say so? It's a race and a fight. And Paul, after he has served God's purpose for his life on earth. When he was, I don't know what, I don't know where he was going. Maybe he was about to die or something. And he said that, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Hold on. Paul, he said, Listen, may that be your story. That after you have served your generation, and after you have served and done the will of God, for your life and for humanity, when you are about to die, you will not die like a chicken. Oh, my that you sit down and call your children and begin to bless them, and you tell them that I have fought the good fight, I have kept it, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Just two days ago, I was, I was, no, was it two days ago? No, yesterday, I was working on my compound, and I was imagining that after after, after one twenty years. How old would be my children, Benny? It should be around, I should be around 70, 80 years. So it's to me, then, then, he, then he'll bring, he'll come himself, bring his children and his grandchildren. So that would be my great-grandchildren. And when I'm about to die, you see, I'm not dying as a sickler. I'm dying strong. Ah, then, I, then I'll just imagine it. Then I'll sit down and call them and bless them. And tell them, listen, in the next life, I'm dying. So God, if I die, don't cry, just worship. And I'll bless them. Listen. Listen. I have fought the good fight. May this be your story. Amen. That when I'm about to die, you not you not feel sorry for. Death is coming on. Listen. Once you start crying like that, it means one bob rapper, one bob rapper. At 80, 80 year old. Nankola seven to Rome Dross. Demons will come for you. Demons will come for you. But when you serve God and serve Him well with all your heart, when you're about to die, you will see the, you will see the heavens open and you will see angels give you standing ovation because they know that you have served your purpose on earth and you have done the will of God. That is how we want to die. We call it the death of the righteous. 
righteous. May you die the death of the righteous. You can't say amen. Amen. You know your life is no good. Amen. You can't say amen. You say amen. I was looking at you. You didn't say amen. I was looking at you. I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Ah, may you keep your faith. May you keep your faith. May you keep your faith. May you keep your faith in God. In the name of Jesus. Anything aside from the pit of hell to cause your faith to have a shipwreck in the name of Jesus. By the thunder of the Holy Ghost, let that thing be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Listen. Listen. May you keep your faith. Listen, you don't lose your faith. In the name of Jesus. In the future. Paul's talking about eternity. He said, because I have fought a good fight. I have, I have, I have, I have finished in the race. And I have kept the faith. He said, in the future. There is reserved for me the crown of righteousness. I said, 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 I the crown of victory. Oh, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give unto them, will give me on that day. And not only to me, but to all those who have loved his appearing. Ah. Ah. Listen. The very moment you hesitate, people, destinies will crash. The very moment you hesitate, people will die. Because there are people assigned to your life. You may not be called to be a pastor, but there are people assigned to your life. There are people, and you've been mandated and, 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 and sanctioned by heaven to help. Hallelujah. The time to act is now. The time to act is now. Self-government now. Ah, not in the shortest possible time. You don't want that one. Amen. Why do people hesitate? Why do people hesitate? Number one, because of comfort and convenience. Why people hesitate? Number one, because of comfort and convenience. Because of comfort and convenience. Songs of Solomon 5, 1 to 3. I have come to my garden. I have come to my garden. My sister, my bride. Ah, I gather my mare with my spies. So in this dispensation... I have gathered my designer perfume. Tom Ford, Hugo Boss, 212. Thank you. I eat my honeycomb with my honey. I drink, okay, because I drink my wine with my milk. Wow. And eat, friends, drink, be intoxicated with love. 
I come into my garden, my sister, my spouse. I have gathered my mare with my spies. I have eaten my honeycomb with my honey. I have, I have drunk my wine with my milk. Eat, O oh friends, drink ye, drink abundantly, O oh beloved. Wow. Okay. Let's go to verse, verse, uh, verse, let's jump to the verse. Okay, let's see what the verse 2 is saying. Oh, jump to verse 3. I wish, you see, I, I wish I could read all, okay, let, let me just read everything so that, so that we'll get it, all right? Let's start from verse 1. Let's start from, from verse 1. I'm reading from my NLT. Songs of songs, or songs of Solomon, chapter 5, from verse 1 to 8, then it will give us a better understanding. I have entered my garden, my treasure, my bride. I gather merry with my spies. I eat honeycomb with my honey. I drink wine with my milk. I slept, but my heart was awake. When I heard my lover knocking and calling, oh, shh. When I heard my lover knocking and calling, Open to me, my treasure, my darling, my dove, my perfect one. My head is drenched with dew. My hair with the dampness of the night. Jesus. But I responded. I have taken off my robe. Hesitation. Excuses. Your lover is coming to you. Hmm? And you are saying that I have taken off my robe. Should I dress? Should I get dressed again? I have washed my feet. Should I get them sold? My lover tried to unlatch the door. Try to, you know. Hmm? Unlatch the door. Those of you who is clock clock. Hmm? Hmm. <laughs> my lover tried to unlatch the door and my heart thrilled within me. I jumped up to open the door of my love and my hands dripped with perfume. My fingers dripped with lovely mare as I pulled back the bolt. I opened to my lover, but he was gone. Hesitation. The guy has come to love you. Hmm? He said, come and open the door for me. I want to come in. Hmm? Then you're saying that you're giving excuses. I just finished taking my bath. I can't come out from my room. The guy tried to open the door. There was a clock at the back. So he couldn't open. Then later you change your mind. Saying that, let me come and open. By the time you came back, your lover was gone. And that's a story of some ladies and some guys. You are playing quiny, quiny with the, You are doing the girl's heart like this. You are doing the girl's heart like this. You are, you are, you are, you are, I'm talking, looking at me. I'm talking to you. No, I'm talking to you. Mm. If you don't, if you don't want to, if you don't want to see my face, come, come and take and wear. Eh? You are doing the girl's heart like this. By the time you go back, somebody has taken her away. I opened to my lover, but he was gone. My heart sank. Wow, broken heart. See, prayer does not cure broken heart. So if you get, don't call me. Prayer does not cure broken heart. So see, I say prayer does not do what? I don't want to say bravo. Prayer does not do what? Prayer does not do what? Cure broken heart. Obesity surgery. <laughs> My heart sank. I searched for him, but could not find him anywhere. I called to him, 
but there was no reply. The night watchmen found me as they made their rounds. They beat and bruised me. Yes. So, a guy came proposing to you. You played the leader with the guy. The guy is now gone. Now you need the night watchman. That's the guy who come and break your heart. Amen. They beat and bruised me and stripped off my veil. Those watchmen on the walls, verse 8, make this promise. Oh, women of Jerusalem, if you find my lover, tell him I'm weak of love. Wow. And this is the opportunity Jesus gave to some of you. He came knocking at your door. He came knocking at your door. And you're playing dilly-dally with him. He said, Behold! I stand at the door and knock! Behold! I stand at the door and knock! And he sent a sophocopito and preached to you. He sent Mr. Nottingham and preached to you. He sent Jennifer! to church. And you are saying churches of today, they like money. If we like money, we would be here. Pastors of today, they are crook. Eh? And you are giving excuses. But a time is coming. You be like that woman in Songs of Solomon. The night watchmen will come for you. The, de- the, the demons will come for you. Because you go looking for him. And it will be too late. The time to serve God is now. The time to be serious with God is now. The time to be serious with the things of God is now. And we are saying that people hesitate because of comfort and convenience. So let's go to the verse. So we've read, we've read the verse 1. So we know the story. On the verse 3. But I responded, I have taken off my robe. Should I... Should I get dressed again? I have washed my feet. Should I get them sold again? People do not, do not want to work in the church because they feel it's to affect their family life. Yeah. Yes. Say, oh, come and do something in the church. Find something to do. They feel that want to affect their family life. Yeah. Oh, me, I can't come for evening service. What will you be doing in the house? What will you be doing? If you have sex with a man who's not even your, who's not even your husband. around the area. I hear, I hear the latest word in town is now hooligans. Uh, hooligans. Ho, yeah, who bring around hooligans? Cobola boys. Busy, busy. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you want everything to be perfect before you serve God, chances are that you will never serve God. Eh? Because of comfort and convenience. You want everything to be fine before you serve God. You want to get a car before you serve God. You want to have, you want a house before you serve God. You want you want you want a, an air conditioning church. Oh, Pastor Della, you said you were going to buy an air conditioner, so I am waiting. If you buy it, I will come to church. Listen, you will not serve God. Amen. Comfort and convenience. So is one of the reasons why people hesitate. 
out and change. Pastor Tala will catch all of them. Say they are leaders. They are doing meeting. As for me, I have to go home and, and cook. Cook for who? We're not cook for, we're cook for who? Cook for, cook, cook for Mr. Asari. Uh, or, or Mr. Bebrese. No, 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 no. Cook for who? Because the last time I checked, you don't even cook for your parents at home. So cook for who? Because of convenience. Because of convenience. And as for me, that their evening service, me, I can't come, I can't come, I can't come, I can't come. Hey, convenience. And I told you, if you hesitate, it will cost you your future. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling you. See? Amen. Yeah. So people hesitate because of comfort and convenience. Let me tell you something. If you want everything to be proper or everything to be in, in shape eh, before before you serve God, you you, uh, you will never you will never serve God. Me, I want to get a car before I can come to church. You, you will never come to church because every day price of cars are increasing. You see a car today, you see a car today, uh, which cost uh, let's say uh, let's say uh, fifty thousand eh, by two months time, it's sixty thousand. So by the time you by the time you your fifty thousand be ready, that you can't buy that car. You have to wait for another money again. Because of comfort and convenience. That is why people hesitate. Come with convenience. And I can't the guy. Where the guy is staying, the road there is no quota. So I can't marry him. Comfort and convenience. Me, 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 I want to, I mean, I want a nice place before I can do ministry. Comfort and convenience. Listen, if I were to be looking at, if I were looking for comfort and convenience, I wouldn't have come here because I stay at Splinters. I grew up around Lashibi Splinters, everywhere quota. But left, I came to peace land. Comfort and convenience. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to get a certain shoe. So well, let me see your shoe. Uh-huh. I want to get showboy shoe, mirror shoe with, 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 with some metal on top before I can come to church. Comfort and convenience. And this is one of the reasons why, you see, this is one of the reasons why people cannot come for evening service. They can't come. No, 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 they can't come. You see, they feel it will disturb their family life. They feel it will disturb. No, you see, they can't come. They won't come. They won't come. Comfort and convenience. So they hesitate. So, so, listen, if you are waiting for comfort and convenience, you will never serve God. Listen, let me tell you, for a brief moment, grace, for a brief moment, grace has come. So what if by the time you're ready, the grace has shifted to a different location? What will you do? What will you do? And sometimes when, when, when the grace comes, you see, a pastor may not tell you, but sometimes it may be an opportunity in the church. I remember very well, we had a keyboardist at the Miracle Temple who used to play for us, right? Then, for some reason, the keyboardist didn't come again. And I said, no, let me lend the keyboard. Let me lend. So you see, for that brief moment, grace. Listen, if see, if see, if you are waiting for everything to be okay, you will never serve God. The, from the text you read, Songs of Solomon, the lady was in a room, wanting uh, a groom. The groom came. The kunu has come. But by the time the kunu came, the lady has taken her bath. She has worn her nightgown. 
and she's about and she has ended her bed. And the guys come knocking on the door. That listen, I am the answer to your prayer. Open the door. The guys, oh me, I've worn my nice guy. Oh, I can't come out again. And by the time she was ready, the guy has gone. Grace, the, you see, the period has elapsed. The period has expired. Grace. See, I can guarantee you. See that a time is coming. People will not even people who wish to join the choir. But the kind of standard will set, they will say, "So for you, you and you, you When we needed people, we're doing. You see, me, I'm waiting for the choir. I'm waiting for them. Pastor said he'll buy them lapel mics. Me, I can't be singing and be holding a corded mic. So I'm waiting. When the lapel mics come, then I will sing and I'm doing my hands like this. Ah yeah, yeah, ah yeah. Grace, but a day will come. Oh, you want convenience? You want everything to be fine? I went to his room. He didn't have fridge. So when he buys fridge, then I'll marry him. Really? You want fridge? Okay. By forgotten that, forgotten that in your house, you don't have fridge. You have ice chest and you put ice block on it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. To serve God at their own convenience. You see, that is why Jesus said in Matthew 16 24, give it to me, Matthew 16 24. He says that if any man wants to come after me, he must first deny himself, pick up his cross, and follow me. Listen, listen, Matthew 16 24. If anyone will come after me, you must deny yourself. Listen, the reason why some of us cannot serve God is because of self. Selfishness, self-aggrandizement, eh? selfish interest. Baby, everything is about you. You have become UTV. It's all about you. Then Jesus said to his disciples, "If anyone wants to come with me, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me." Oh, so you think it's easy to travel from from that place to this place for church? Things easy. Then, then now come and announce, okay, now church is suspended. If we don't get the money to buy the land at the roadside, we are not coming. See, by the time we get the money, most of you here will backslide. Amen. So people have stayed because of what convenience and comfort. Amen. So do not do anything for God. Because, you see, you see, when they try to calculate and analyze the situation, it doesn't add up. So, oh, eh, look at how, look at where I'm staying. And look at how I have to drive. Look at how, how uh, look at how I have to drive. Drive all the way to, see, last week, last week, a certain lady in this church texted me that pastor wants to come to church. And I said, okay. I said, okay, uh, our van has broken down. So oh, we had a nice chat. And I said, oh, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. But our van has broken down. So, you know, uh, uh, you now join Kai and come. I didn't see her yet. I didn't see her yet. Comfort and convenience. Comfort. And, oh, pastor, this guy, I can't marry him. Why? He lives, he lives in a single room. Oh, really? 
Oh, really? See, my wife grew up in an estate. They were living in a five-bedroom house. She had her own room. But I carried her and brought her to a single room. Amen. Comfort and convenience. Comfort and convenience. Yeah. My time is gone. If you want to depend on comfort and convenience before you do anything for God or before you take any major step in life. Ah, listen. What Ebuka is not here. When Ebuka joined this day, he was wearing Nika. He came with Efo. They were all wearing shorts. See, Efo, see, if you get money, come and give me some, man. Because you were wearing shorts, which I told you don't wear shorts. Now you can wear trousers. Come and give me, come and give me some. See, both of them, two horseless. And Ebuka came, we're doing Benny's birthday party one year. Ebuka came to my house and he said, that Pastor, I said, come, come here, let, let's talk. I said, ah, why you cry? What do you want to say? Oh, Pastor, I finished school. I want to go to school. I, don't, I want to go and do my degree. I've done my certificate. No money. I said, listen, you're looking for money. Apply for, we look for money. Get, get from apply for school. He said, ah, Pastor, listen, look for money. Apply. When he applied, before the admission came, he had a job. Listen, if you are waiting for everything to be convinced, listen, hey, if you want to become rational, you will suffer in life. Oh. As you see, even deciding not to take a risk is a risk in, in itself. I'm telling you. Eh? And today, he's almost done with his degree. He's working and paying for his fees. Amen. Number two. Why people hesitate? Because they think there is no security in serving God. Because they think there is no security in serving God. Because number two, because they think there is no security in serving God. Luke chapter 9 from verse 57 to 58. Luke 9, 57, 58. Luke 9, 57, 58. As they were walking along, someone said to Jesus, I will follow you wherever you go. Just look at this man. But Jesus replied, Foxes have dens to live in, and the birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place even to lay his head. This is Jesus speaking. Let, let me have you on the screen, please. As they were traveling on the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Go, go pick this for me. Jesus told him, Foxes have dens, and bears of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has no place. To lay his head. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> People hesitate when they come to serving God because they feel, you see, because they think there's no security when we when, when, when are serving God. Yeah. See, let me tell you something. There are times, you see, there are days saying, I fear, I fear for my children. Yeah. I ask myself. So all this checking you are doing and we are investing money into what if? What if? Yeah. What if? See, listen, we are human beings, oh. Sometimes pastors, 
Sometimes we become afraid. Uh, it's good to be, you be here. If you to be. Sometimes I ask myself, what is the future of my children? What is the future? Ask myself, what's the future? See, so because of this kind of mentality, that is why people do not even want their children to work, to work in the church. They feel and think that there is no security in serving God. There's no security. Because every day pastors, pastors are dying. As a matter of fact, until recently, pastors were the most miserable people on earth. And pastors were living at the mercy of church members. So they come, come and visit. When they come and visit, okay, Pastor, I said, me, I don't want to be a pastor like I don't want to be the kind of, that, that kind of pastor. So people see all these things and they don't want their children to do anything for God. People see all these things. They don't want their husbands to become pastors. People see all these things and they themselves, they don't want to stand here and do anything for God because they see there's no security in serving God. Ah! I'm saying, yes, can say, I, the son of man, I have nowhere to lay my head. I don't have a place of residence. So if you are following me, and then this me for you, dear, you, there's no future for you. Me, Jesus, I don't have a place to lay my head. What about you? Yeah. That is why people hesitate. That is why coming to church is a problem. Because they don't see that there's a future for them. But the other day I read my Bible. And he said, The eye of the Lord is upon the righteous. The Lord encamps around the righteous. If you like, don't serve God. 20 years from today, you look back and regret. If you like, don't serve God. 10 years from today, you look back and regret. I'm telling you. Somebody told me, said, Oh, uh, somebody asked you, Pastor, you put your tips, you put, and I asked, Did I come to steal your, mother, your mother's money? Oh, see, no, no. Don't see. Don't for me, me, I feel them. Share. Listen, I listen. I'm not one of those pastors that I can, that I can bully. No way. I told you I want to fight somewhere because they knew, they knew I was a pastor. I want to fight. I want to fight. After I was, and I was after the fight, then I was like, "Hey, and can we make a Oh, pastor, pastor, don't fight, pastor, don't fight. The mere fact they know you're a pastor, they want, see, they want to heckle and bully you. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Amen. They feel there's no security. They tell, oh, I told one woman, God has called her sent to me. I said, oh, blah, blah, Trevor, so. Yeah, you see, there's no security. Now, past, you see, it looks as if every day bloggers are looking for, uh, 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 for, for stories about pastors. Jennifer is there. That is why Jennifer told me that pastor, I, mean, I don't want to marry a pastor. Because he knows there's no security. And I said, listen, but you're always talking to me, your pastor. <laughs> yeah. Huh? 
I can't marry a pastor. I can't marry a pastor because they have too many problems. I have to get at midnight and be praying. I'll be there to my husband. They'll call him. Emergency. He has to run out of the house. Anchor what? There is no security. That is what they take. So they hesitate. They try to calculate. Hey, okay. Okay. This pastor used this thing. This pastor used this road. This happened to him. This happened to his children. This happened to their wife. Okay. Okay. That's for me. I will tread cautiously. So, they'll say, then, they'll, then, they'll, then they'll give a proverb. You don't test how deep a water is with two legs. So one leg in the church, one leg outside. In case of anything bad, boom, when it's good, asemba minkahu, sikaba miwomu, asemba. You are a child. You are, you are a child. You are a child. It's children that think like that. This even shows that the God you are serving, you don't have confidence in him. And the Lord called Abraham. Genesis chapter 12, that leave your father's house and your kindred into a land that I will show you. Listen. He, he didn't say into a land that I have shown you. So as far as Abraham was concerned, or as far as God was concerned, God was about to see what to position Abraham. So ask yourself, where was Abraham going? Where was he going? The man was going and, 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 and physically, he looks fragile, he looks weak, and, and, and he looks defenseless. Ah, because was a righteous man, angels were dispatched to lead him. And God said, I will go before you, I will cut asunder the bronze bar and the iron gate, and I will make every crooked bar straight. You may not see it physically. That is why there's a song that says that we will understand it better by and by. If you want to see the promised land before you enter, you will not trust in God. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He will say, go. And you have to go. Ah, someone will say, but you are lying. You are lying. There's no security. They think there's no security in serving God. Yeah. They think there's no security in serving God. One young man asked me, said that this thing you are doing and I invested money in it. So what if it doesn't work? And I said if it doesn't work, it's better than using my money on every Friday to rock your straws. I'm telling you. Now I'm telling you. Listen. You see, you see, you see, you know, it's enough of the clapping. You know, they don't want to clap. Don't mind them. Eh? It's okay. You've done well. See, let me tell you something. We have men today eh, every Friday of beautiful floor. Huh? Go to Israel, go to Hanisaka. Go there. Every Friday. Every Friday evening. Different women. There is no security. But the Lord encamp around the righteous. There is no security. But Jehovah Jireh is my provider. There is no security. In serving God, they say. But he has promised to give me peace. By all means, and at all costs, there is no security in serving God. But he said, not even the bone of the righteous shall be broken. There is no security. But he said, he will give his angels charge over me. There is no security, they say. But the Bible says, I have never seen the seed of the righteous beg for bread. There may be no security now, but I know the God that I serve. 
want to serve God, serve God. Stop playing kwani kwani with God. Listen, you are a child. You are a child. Number three. Because of family obligations. Why people hesitate? Because of family obligations. Luke chapter 9 from 58 to 60. Let's go. The screen. Jesus told him, foxes have days. The bears of the sky have nests. But the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. Then he said to one another, follow me. Oh, then he said to another, follow me. Lord, he said, oh, okay. First, let me go and bury my father. But he told him, let the dead bury their own dead. But you go and, and spread the good news of the kingdom. Another said, I will, uh, I will follow you, Lord. But first, let me go and say goodbye to those at my house. You see? If you want to be a true servant of God, you cannot be overly involved in family matters. I'm telling you. See, there are, there are certain things, if you go to explain to your father, eh, that I want to do for God, you, 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 you not even do it. Listen, there are some decisions, eh? If you go consult your father, your mother, your uncle, she will never... I work for God. Oh, pastor, I won't do it. But you see, my uncle is in Germany. He'll come back three years' time. He took care of me. He must come down. We'll go for a family meeting. Let me explain to him that God has called me and I had an encounter with God in a bending bush like Moses. And the Lord spoke, my son, my son, my son, come and save me. So if I explain to my uncle, then I'll come and say, God, listen, for a brief moment, grace, a brief moment, grace. Let the dead bury the dead. If, 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 I had, if, if I hadn't taken certain drastic decisions, I would be a pastor. Ha! For God's sake, I'm the first one of my mother. And, who, and, and, and which mother would want to see their son or child do a work that they are the mercy of, 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 of bloggers? Which mother? of family obligations. Listen, your family will certainly have to pay a price if you be a good servant of God. Your family, they have to pay a certain price. They will lose something. Listen, they will lose something. A time will come to need you will not be there for them after your breast again. See, then 
servants who hid the prophet. Who can buy when to win him? Obadiah. Is it Obadiah? I think it's Obadiah. I want to be like that servant. So for me, I'll be hiding. I'll be an underground pastor. Listen! Are you a rapper? I'll be an underground pastor. What do you mean you'll be an, an, an underground pastor? Listen. Let people know what you stand for. Let them know what you believe in. And then insult you. God told Abraham, take your only son, whom thou lovest, whom thou lovest, and sacrifice him on a mountain which I have shown thee. The Bible said that early the next morning, Abraham did not even consult Sarah. He took the boy, went on a three-day journey Listen, three-day journey. You live in a Shaiban. Coming to church is a problem. But Abraham, God, you've asked me to kill my own son. And I have to travel for three days. Hey! Hey! Listen, sometimes your family must lose you and, re- and, 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 and regain you in the future because of the kingdom. Some of you are insulting me in your head. I know. But you see, but one day, you remember this preaching. So one guy and Sreya, telling you. And he has cursed us. I didn't curse you. No, 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 I don't curse people. Number four. Wow. Formality and protocol. People hesitate because of formality and protocol. The same Luke chapter 9. Give me the verse Then another said, yes, Lord, I'll follow you, but first, let me say goodbye to my family. Verse 62. But Jesus told him, anyone who puts his hand on a plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom. I say, Formality and protocol. Oh, pastor, you know, I've heard what you said. Yes, God has told me and I know that I've called into the ministry. Me, I have a passion for the ministry. Me, I want to follow you. Pastor, you see, me, I want to serve God. I want to be like you, pastor. You're my mentor. You're my role model. But you see, you see, in our family, before you do something, you must consult everybody. You must go to Everybody must come. Let them understand what you are doing before I can do the work of God. And I know God will bless me. Pastor, don't worry. I will come. <laughs> see you later, alligator. Bye-bye. But you've forgotten that for a Brief moment, grace has come from the Lord. Hallelujah. Formality and protocol. Uh, you see, God didn't call you alone. God didn't call you and your family. He called you alone. He called you alone. 
It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. Walk in the light of God. Listen, it's a great thing to serve the Lord. It's a great thing. Anybody who serves God faithfully, there is a future and an expected end. For I know the thoughts and the plans I have for you. Plans of good and not of evil. Plans to prosper you and to bring to an, see, to an expected end. There is an expected end for everybody who serves God faithfully. I'm telling you. We're not shy with you. See, some of you know that your pastor cannot even depend on you. When it's, when it's rain, you become, you, become, you become a pillar of salt. Ready now? When I come out, my skin will be beginning to shake. I will shake. You will shake. You will shake. Really? But when you're in the house and the guy called you and he said, "Come," he said, "Come," and you knew what you were, what you were going to do. That it was raining. Then that bracket. I said, "Get away, my friend." Waterproof, Christian. And it's sad that a lot of a, a, a lot of women have, have 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 sacrificed their ministry. They've sacrificed the call of God for a mere man. Listen, I can guarantee you, you can marry the best man in the world if you leave the work of God because of a man. I'm talking to our ladies. If you leave the work of God because of a man, one day you look back and you regret it. Number five. Because of, all right, because people think they can escape. Yeah. Because people think they can escape. Esther chapter 4, from verse 6 to 14. Esther 4, 6 to 14. The man was one of King Ahasuerus' children, was called Hatach, right? So there was a conspiracy to kill all the Jews. Eh? And that time, it was 123 provinces from Ethiopia to India. 123 provinces from Ethiopia to India. And Hasheros was ruling over all. Alright? Okay. Then, Herman hatched a conspiracy. Because Mordecai, who was the gatekeeper, failed to bow to him. Mordecai was a Jew, and the Jews do not bow to anything apart from Elohim. Mordecai said, I will show you. He went to the king. He said, listen, I will put X amount of money into the king's treasury. If you can, if you, if, if, if you can put your seal on this decree that all the Israel, all the Jews from Ethiopia to India, they should all be killed. Then Mordecai, 
went and spoke to a chamberlain, Hattach, that go and tell your queen, your madam, the Esther, uh, Esther that this is what Hattach has planned. And Esther was also enjoying the palace. And he said, oh, Hattach, please go and tell, go and tell my cousin. You know, she was a queen. Please go and tell Mordecai, my, my, my cousin, that you see, in this Paris, Paris, there is a law that if the king has not invited you into his inner court, if you come, he will cut off your head. So, please go and tell him. And for the past 30 days, the king, my lord, hasn't invited me. So, please go and tell him. Then you go. The message got to Mordecai. And Mordecai said, Go and tell your madam that how can she know that God foresaw this thing coming and placed you in the palace for such a time like this. Let me tell you something. Sometimes God sits ahead and you plant some you, you plant you somewhere to save the church, to save. See, I tell people that then, listen, where I work here, not because, see, God, 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 because of the ministry, that's why God placed me there. I'm telling you, because of the ministry, that's why God placed me there. Because of other people. Okay, let me, let me, let me go there. Now, if I say, you know the person, so I know who she is. So I know the, way, the way you want to listen to the matter. He said, how will you know that God has placed you there for such but remember, if you fail to act, deliverance and salvation will arise from a different place. But you and your family, you shall all die. See? He said, she will not escape. And people hesitate because they think they, can, they will escape. You, you, you won't escape. Oh! Listen. You want to see? Ministry will humble you. Serving God will humble you. Some of you women who are proud. Hey, as for me, if you mention my father's name, everybody know my father. Hey, my name opens doors, opens doors. Do you know the person I'm talking to? Do you know me? Yeah. I see and go and no I want to have an intimate way. Oh, Poku, Poku cry, I wait. Cro, cro, I live on the highway. I see the king Ahasuerus loved Esther and there was no way Ahasuerus would easily kill their wife but Esther has forgotten where she came from and that is what the Bible says that remember the rock from which you were hewn and a lot of church members have forgotten that a certain pastor held their hand and gave them access to somewhere. And today they are there, they've forgotten their pastor, they have forgotten church, and they have forgotten about God. God knew that you and I will forget. That's why he said that. Remember that it is I, the Lord, who gives the power to make wealth. So let me tell you something. If money comes to your hand, it is not your mind, neither is it by your power, but it's God that gives the grace Amen. 
was a, a, a slave girl. And she became a queen. She has forgotten. So that is why he said, God said that after you've entered into the land and you have eaten and I satisfy, do not forget after the prayer has been answered, the car has come. You have become Mrs. Abebrese, Mrs. Asamoah, Mrs. Bomita. Do not forget. After you have become Mrs. Datomo, do not forget. After you are now flying Accra, Dubai, Accra, London, do not forget that once upon a time, a certain man of God laid hands on you and prophesied to you. your house. Remember that once upon a time, you had nowhere to lay your head. You live in a five-bedroom house. You have two children. The other rooms are empty. Bring somebody in. Do not forget. Today, you, you open your shoe rack. You have about 20 shoes. Eh? Maybe go go six months will share. And Pabuano say, give it to somebody. Do not forget that once upon a time, your legs were on the floor like a double-double pipe. Remove the cable. That is why Hebrew said that how can we escape if we neglect or ignore such great salvation? You won't escape. So do not think you will escape. You won't. The humbling. Sometimes you must eat the bread of humility. You see, sometimes people say, ah, by you. You don't want to be a pastor. You can ask uh, Kofi. Uh, what's Kofi Yesu? No, no, no. Hey, Kofi Abrante. You can, you can ask the guys who are close to me. Sometimes I go wild and I blast everybody. It will humble you. Sometimes I invest in the fire and I will see how you react. It will humble you. Ah, God, who's omniscient, had to test the Israelites to see what was in their heart. And you don't need to test, I will test you. If you are around me, I'll test you. You can't disappear. Sometimes I'm quiet. Give it to us. I'm sorry. The man should call me as if nothing has happened. Let me say that. Share! By the way, I'll pray. Because I want to see whether the, I want to see whether Pastor, whether it is genuine or it is fake. You won't, if you want to be a servant of God, you won't escape the humbling. I remember those days. Oh, we thought we had prayed. We had telling those days all night at the miracle temple. Prayers at nine. The bumbles are at about three. The apostle come and take over. After we had prayer, apostle call us. Eh, today the prayer, Charlie. He didn't do anything, no. By then we thought we had prayed and prayed and we've lost our voice. Charlie, we, we prayed. Oh, so, oh, so. When the prayer, is he This is how you do prayer, is but I'm talking about Charlie. We pray for from nine to three. How many hours? Calculate for me. Nine to three. How many hours? How many hours? Huh? 
Then you'll be like, they, 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 then you'll be, you'll be like, I'll be like, all oh, this prayer you guys have prayed. Charlie, it's nothing. Charlie, hey. But because after the all night, all the, all the prayer guys, myself, Pastor Peter, Pastor Maoli, and Agbebolo, we'll go to his office. We'll, we'll first we'll dance something. And be like, all oh, this prayer, this is really been it. You guys, Charlie, Charlie, hey, Charlie, hey, see, go, it's fast. Go, go, go and start fasting and, and increase your prayer. Your prayer anointing has, has left you. Sometimes you become depressed. Hey, this one says prayer has left us. Then which since I was pregnant has left us. But you see, you can't escape the humbling if you want to serve God. You can't. You, you, you can't. There are days you have to walk. There are days you go hungry. There are days you've been sorted. Listen, if you cannot take blasting and criticism, listen, you can't come close to me. Because sometimes you don't have nothing. You can't ask me. You sow for me. Eh, that is why I don't want to come close to you. I don't even want you to come. Hallelujah. Rise your feet. Listen. You can't escape the tide. You'll be tired. You'll be tired. You can't escape the tiredness. You'll be tired. Listen, Jesus gave his only begotten son. Eh? So, God will not, be, will not be satisfied with anything less than your life. Than nothing. Because the life of a man is like, it's like a, you know, a vapor. Vapor, right? If you put hot water on fire, you see, you see it rises, then it disappears. That's the life of a man. I'm telling you. You know who I am? You are nothing. We are nothing. We are nothing. nothing. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We are nothing. We are nothing. And you see, and it's sad that sometimes we plan for marriage, we plan for this, but we don't plan for death. We do insurance. See, 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 see. Sometimes I feel everybody must buy a coffin, put in, put in your house. It will remind you that one day I will enter into that coffin. We don't plan for that. So that is why. And was like, oh, it is my life. It is not your life. It is not. Your, it is not your life. It's the life is not for you. It's my life. Really. Really. You think it's your life. That is why you are serving God. We are serving God. It's, it's not your life. Misbehave. Your pastor gave it to you. You got angry. You mis- eh, 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 how do you call it? Eh, eh, you, you got angry. Your boyfriend told you, come and see me. Come to my house at 11. You got at 11.30. He slapped you. and said, oh baby, I'm sorry. She me. Eh, I don't do that again. Are you serious? Are you serious? It's not your life. It's not. It's not. So from today, when it's time to do something for God, do not hesitate. Do not hesitate. Listen. The time to serve God and be serious is now. Me, Oni Papa, I have done my part. 
God knows that I have preached, I have done my part. See, I have done to, to do your part. Your prayer. 